This is a HeadGum Podcast. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. In 1983, a new face was suddenly everywhere on the silver screen as three films entered theaters starring Thomas Cruise Mapother IV, who went by the much sleeker stage name Tom Cruise. The trio of flicks, The Outsiders, All the Right Moves, and most notably, Risky Business, which featured a still-frequently-referenced underwear dance number set to Bob Seger's old-time rock and roll, catapulted the then-20-year-old thespian into movie stardom. His films have since collectively brought in over $3.5 billion in box office receipts, roughly $100 million per year for the course of his 35-year reign as one of the most bankable actors in the world. His staying power is testament to his talent and charisma, and some would speculate his connections to Scientology, and it's also a credit to his selectivity in choosing roles, as he rarely appears in duds. Though one notable exception was the 1988 bartending film Cocktail, in which Cruz played his frequent early career type of a young hotshot feuding with a mentor. While the film performed acceptably financially, it was savaged by critics, and remains one of the most panned films of Cruz's career, one that netted him a Razzie nomination for Worst Actor. And the character Cruz portrayed that earned him this indignity, flair bartender Brian Flanagan, was purportedly based in part on Alan Stillman, a legend in the New York City restaurant scene who, in 1965, opened the first ever singles bar in then-seedy Times Square. Stillman's mixology concept, named for a colloquialism that expresses gratitude to the Almighty for the end of the work week, shook up the city's bar scene like a martini shaker, pioneering now-standard concepts like the Velvet Rope and Ladies' Night. The restaurant's success was sustained over the decades, though, much like Times Square itself, it gradually softened its rough edges and evolved into a family-friendly chain that's an inarguably more generic version of its former self. Today, this once-hip hookup spot is as omnipresent in suburban shopping centers as the multiplex's screening, the latest Tom Cruise blockbuster. This week on Doughboys, we return to TGI Fridays. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, alongside my co-host, Sad Stevens, Mitchie Two Spoons, Mike Mitchell. Sad Stevens? A little Brad Stevens pun. Oh, Brad Stevens. The coach of your Celtics who yeah. are surging in the playoffs. They're doing great. Performing expectations. This, that's the be- this is the best. This is the best. That's the best insult i've ever heard in my life sad stevens you like that one because it's it great made you think of your beloved team that was mm-hmm. courtesy of andrew rosen if you have an insult you'd like to use on mitch at the top of the show roast at gmail.com is the address they're doing great i'm happy what can i say I, I'm, I'm mad because you were like I, you were right about this series i really and it was you really looked like an idiot i picked the, I picked the sixers like every with a consensus pick i picked the philadelphia 76ers as of mm-hmm. this recording in the conference semifinals against the boston celtics i picked them you yeah. said you picked the boston celtics what i'm mad about is that your pick of the boston celtics was not like based on like uh-huh. you were analyzing the matchups and you were like you were oh, like shut up you're like oh such- i think horford can outplay Embiid in the post and i think oh i think marcus smart can actually guard ben simmons it, it was 
was just like so i have to have a breakdown of no, every I'm player ju- now to pick that a team your, that your, wins your pick was wholly based off of like boston baby celtics number no, one no it, like no, that, it, no it was it totally wasn't. like philly sucks uh, that, that that that's you in your head of what you think it was that's what's going on in your head too no it, no it wasn't it just pisses me off that you're right you were wrong but for the wrong and yes, i was, I was right. wrong but you were right for the wrong reasons well, I, I thought that the, i thought the celtics would beat the sixers not because i'm like boston baby i thought they you want me to be like they matched up pretty well against them <laughs> you're full of shit that's uh, you're so full of shit weiger uh anyways you can just deal with me being right and you being wrong i don't like it i mean they could come back and, and beat the celtics we'll look like fools yeah we will uh anyways here's a little drop i'm embarrassed because we got good guests usually crappy guests don't care about I, it i told stop <laughs> stop saying that stop perjuring our guests all right here we go oh Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, alongside Mike Mitchell. I haven't listened to this. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about Hey, you know what? I kind of like Soundgarden. <laughs> hey, you know what? That was a trippy one. That was a fun. That was fun. I feel like I was losing my mind. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I hope you're okay. <laughs> Uh, that wait, wait a minute. Who was your who was your insult from? Andrew Rosen. Oh, okay. This is from Mitchell Rack. Sounds uh, nothing alike. Mitch at how intensive? Thanks, Mitch. Good guy. Similar name. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on with the podcast, will we? Hey, you know what? We got some great guests here, as mm-hmm. you alluded to, Mitch. I like all of our guests, but these guests are are great as well. I don't like some of our guests. <laughs> they're they're actors, stand-ups, and hosts of the podcast Dumb People Town. Their new long-form audio documentary, Sklars and Stripes, is available now on Audible.com. Randy and Jason Sklar are here. Hi, guys. Hello, boys. I thought you were going to go with Fat Stevens as a Cat Stevens rip. Mm. Not you, but the person <laughs> dropping the rip. Right. Also very insulting. <laughs> also very insulting. But also kind of a compliment and you know, that would be another one I would, I, you would you would like that one because <laughs> yeah on because the peace train p-i-e-c-e another <laughs> right on the peace <laughs> train <laughs> right on the peace train <laughs> <laughs> uh who maybe that was as intentional with that song and they just put it down wrong on that album if it was like, anti-israel i'm sure that's what <laughs> <laughs> oh yes the yusuf i forgot about Yusuf. oh right um so you guys are you guys are big I would sp- also have done useless islam there we go <laughs> oh boy <laughs> wait just, i'm getting in my mitch <laughs> my no, i'm not as i'm not as big of a yusuf fan i mean i just i didn't listen to as much yusuf uh as i did cat stevens nor do we or, no. or juicef islam that would add the Jews to <laughs> his name, which he wouldn't like. He would hate not. It. That's more of a rip on him than that. anything else. Yeah, take <laughs> that, Cat Stevens. Stevens. <laughs> Two Jews just tagged your name. I love that he went away from the Cat Stevens. Like, Cat Stevens, that's not his regular name, is it? I can't imagine. It can't. Yeah, no, can't his, his name is Stephen Katz. That's right. <laughs> uh, people don't himself. know that. He's very Jewish. <laughs> Wait, no, now I'm curious. What, Cat what Stevens is Cat Stevens' real birth name? name? His Google birth name? The name that was given to him. <laughs> he just went back to his... Cat uh, <laughs> Stevens. Yeah, no one's ever named their child Cat. Have they? All right, his, he was born Stephen Dimitri Georgiou. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, I get why you'd want to change that. Yeah, it's <laughs> a mouthful. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, but I mean, like, he made such a big deal of, like, I'm changing my name from Cat Stevens to... You never I'm changing were the Cat na- You were never Cat Stevens. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's... Sure. 
It was That's made a good up. point. That's like Slim Shady changing yeah. it to... Change my name from Slim Shady to 8-Ball. <laughs> Prince, yeah, Prince did a similar thing. I mean, Prince is not... I mean, that's not his. Hey, that's not his real. Well, name. I think that I don't know. Well, Prince, Prince, Prince is real. No, of course it's not his real name. Prince's real name is Gordon Sumner. No, that's Sting. That's Sting. Sting's okay. real name was Prince. Alcabur. Prince Nassim Ahmed. But uh, Prince is not. That's not like his just his first name or something, right? I don't know what his what his birth name was. I don't know if Prince's birth name either. But I feel like that was more. Look of a, it up. Google it. I, I, I feel like we're just going to be Wikipedia thing all podcast. I feel like with big. Prince, he had to make a thing out of it because what he changed it to was so confusing the symbol that you the can't symbol. say, symbol, yes, you can't yeah. say yeah. born just, prince rogers nelson so it was his actual first name wow more of a connection That's, to reality than cat stevens rogers. i called him raj i just would have loved one raj how's that purple rain going it's pretty good you I coming would, through with that i would love to have gotten just one of the checks he wrote and signed as the symbol <laughs> if you had like an expired check, I just imagine like Prince just writing tons of checks all the time. He's got, like, he like paid for, for groceries, yeah, for everything with a check. It's like two dollars at Taco Bell, and he's like, "Can I write a check?" Can I do a check. He was to use that to symbol? someone else, and then they would then just to write the symbol. I, I wonder if do you think that they're like on his computer. Do you yeah. think that there was a little? Do you think he got a little Prince key made, or do you think there was a gift that he just posted? <laughs> Sincerely, <laughs> and then it's like a stamp. Like he replaced the tab key. Po- possibly. I mean, that seems like an I important. I can't imagine one. Prince emailing a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what I mean? that's like, another good point. D- did he email? Uh, he's probably one of those people like your parents who like yell into it and like all have right. caps. He's all caps. <laughs> I kind of, you know, I, I've thought about a no. Who who is it? Who's like no? Is it like John Lasseter or someone who is a no email? Well, he's 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 in trouble too, by the way. But uh, like a no email guy. Well, I know Bill Clinton like would be like they would print out emails for him no. and then he would like respond in that's just kind of hand. embarrassing. Yeah, that's like yeah. just an old guy. <laughs> just thing. a guy creating more work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, but yeah, I don't the, know. The I don't no, know if there the are no any phone, famously... no email thing. It seems nice. You mean like among it contemporary people? Nice. It does seem nice. Someone I, told me there is there are restaurants, and I'm not trying to get us back on topic, gentlemen. Wow, Jay. Let's get to business wow, here. just bring uh, it back. <laughs> they're fucking re- around, guys. Jay wants to talk about restaurants. There are... <laughs> this is the Doughboys. There are restaurants that will offer you a discount if, if you, you check your phone. Give them your phone <laughs> at the door. Really? True, oh, wow. That's starting to happen. Uh, and I think that's... Really interesting, and that would be a cool trend. There are comedy I, clubs that take them and zip them up, right? Like into a ziplock, into good. a bag that, like, yeah, yeah, that's a great thing. Yeah, it needs to happen. I mean, yeah, for live shows, come on. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, no. I, I and people put up. I mean, Nick, you've always been upset that people caught Kramer in his bad moment and put it online. <laughs> I know you were really. He was trying out some new stuff. By that, yeah, and you know, people so. need the freedom to experiment. Context is content, <laughs> right? By the way, that's going to be your next drop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put him away for. I I, I feel that way. At, at, you know what? Last You're night, saying put him away. You mean Michael Richards? <laughs> put, <laughs> put, him him away. put him away. Zip up. <laughs> Zip him up in a bag. Up. No, but put, put away the phone at dinner. Why do you need it at dinner? You're with the yeah. people you need to be with and we we actually did use we we, we were both kind of tired last night and we both yeah we, we won't get into the restaurant too quick no don't but, get into it let's ease our way in but um 
we, you and you and I last night we were kind of we were kind of looking at our phone during dinner and and that wasn't I didn't I didn't like that we well, shouldn't that's, have that's we both a different that, I think that's a different energy though because like mm. there are the time because you and I know each other very well and their time yeah. were there are times when we're just like we're just kind of maybe too exhausted to talk to each other right yeah. like, but, like I need a time away from you even though I'm standing right next to you yeah boy I, yeah. I don't know what that feels like no <laughs> at all <laughs> anyway sometimes shape, with Randy I'm it's lonelier than being alone <laughs> <laughs> let me just say that. <laughs> Um, so you guys, you guys are big sportos, I know. Uh, do you have any thoughts on the NBA playoffs, which are Did, ongoing you, right you, now? You, you, you were about to chime in when oh, we were I'm talking Celtics. Oh no, no, when we were talking Celtics yes, up yes, top. Yes. Yeah, we have, you have a lot did, to say. About. So I picked the Celtics to come out of the East, and wow. I and I still think there's a chance they can I, beat LeBron. Chance. Although I think yeah. there's a good chance. Yeah, there's uh, a chance. He is. He is. He's they really don't match up well with them. This these Celtics. Are, I mean, what's insane about the Celtics is their two best players are not on the floor, and yeah. they won't be, and that's unbelievable. Yeah. And the team has come of age. They're going to have a real problem next year figuring out who's going to stay and who's going to go because yeah. how do you deny Rozier minutes? He's shooting lights out from everywhere. Mm-hmm. Although I've heard people say, put him in another system and he'll suck. But I really think... It between, just shows you how good that coach is. Yeah. Great, yeah. Coach, great coach. Rozier and uh, Tatum have been unbelievable. Yeah. And, you can't, and Jalen Brown. There's three guys who we never expected to contribute this much mm-hmm. who are doing it on the highest level. LeBron is unbelievable. Yes. LeBron is He's just... good. He is... And I feel like there is a, a gravitational pull for people to want LeBron. It's funny, on our podcast, we talk about, so we're 46, and we talk about LeBron's mom is, Gloria James is 50, 50 years, years old. old. So we mm-hmm. are almost, we define anyone by age, age, how, how many LeBron's, LeBron's moms, moms are, are you. So we are like almost <laughs> one LeBron's mom. Like if someone's 25, you're like, you're half, half a LeBron's mom. I don't expect you to know better. Yeah. You're one half of LeBron's mom. He's almost a LeBron's mom and a half. That guy is nearly mm-hmm. dead, and he should know better. I mean, that's, that's how you can use that. Yeah. LeBron is just, and I think there's a gravitational sort of pull towards wanting LeBron to be good because I mm-hmm. think we all want the guy that's playing during this time to be the best ever. Right. We all want to say we we were in our TV watching Prime when we saw the best ever. Right. That, that chronocentrism, I think it is. It's like everyone... That, is that, that a thing? Yeah, there's like a... There's an instinct to think that... There's a natural human instinct to think that mm. right now the time we are currently alive is the most important time in human history. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and as Nick knows... I am not the biggest LeBron fan, but I will because I'm a Celtics fan and because uh, yeah, he's, he's in direct sense. competition with yeah. your yeah. goals, and now you're close enough ever to achieve them. Right. Yeah. And yeah. you weren't too crazy about the I can't breathe thing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sure. God. You didn't like that he wore the no, I can't no, breathe. No, he's shirt. he's full of he's trying to make me seem racist, yes. which I'm a hundred percent on board with the I can't breathe. Uh, no, hold on. That sounds weird too. You're hundred like, percent on board with the, the I fact can't that breathe. he couldn't breathe. <laughs> he was like oh, really like oh, hey, man, cut his breath off. No. No, cut his breathing off. Oh, Dear God, stop. Oh, you happy on. what you've done, Weiger? But you did. You helped us riff on something <laughs> that made dug us into a hole that makes it terrible, and that's the next drop. All right. Uh, Le- LeBron, has he's been undeniably good in these pl- – I mean, it's in- it's but, insane. Okay. The, I, I love that you brought up the I Can't Breathe thing because it's, it's really important. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's how fucking great the NBA is. Right. Yeah. That, like, their players can put on I yeah. Can't Breathe shirts and whether yeah. – I mean, and they're allowed to do it. The All-Star game was supposed to be in Charlotte last two years ago. Yes. Two years ago. And because of HB2, the bathroom laws, which they were like, Adam Silver was like, fuck that. We're not bringing this there. Are you joking? Why would we bring business to a city that 
is treating transgender people that way. We're the mm-hmm. NBA. We can make these decisions. And so as a league, it's kind of nimble in that way. And so you kind of love the league because they take social stands that are right. very which is, progressive. Which is very funny. And, I, and I'm sure that you will remember this. When, when David Stern had like the dress code stuff, like I remember just like, you know, f- whatever how long ago this was now 10 or so years ago 15 years ago and i hated that and i thought that that was like i'm like anti what it, what yeah. it's all about he yeah. was a little bit more regressive than adam silver yeah silver is a little is bit definitely more. much adam better silver's like the younger rabbi who takes over yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's, he's like, like yeah hey, you guys can drink you yeah, guys can drink guys, a little bit have you kids want to drink on the shabbaton enjoy it <laughs> he's the cool and the or the cool pope uh yeah, like the cool pope for my for quincy my quincy listeners uh but but I, I feel like the NFL is now. Are you guys fans of the NFL or, or no? I mean, you know, we don't have a team. That's yeah. the thing. And so okay. we grew up in St. Louis, and okay. and the Rams kind of came after we were yeah. there. I just felt bad for the city that they left. You know, it's so we don't have that one. We're more college football fans. So I mean, like, it, this this is what we say about fandom. Like it's like a male orgasm. You can't fake. Like, come on, Randy. Uh, <laughs> it's just bad. It's like a male orgasm. You can't fake it. You can't mm-hmm. fake caring about something. Sure. So, so there's like that moment where you're like, if you check the score and your team is losing, losing and, and you're you not mad. If you aren't apoplectic and want to like, and it's not going to ruin your whole weekend, yeah. then you don't really care about that game. Yeah. Then you don't right. really care about the team. That That's a litmus test in your soul. Like we're Michigan football fans. Mm-hmm. So like, Three days leading up, I'm listening to a podcast about what's happening to the team and who, how's the thing going? Uh-huh. What is this sports writer writing about that? I'm like reading stuff up like I need to know stuff for this game. And then the game is like the guy who shows up at like professional NBA games who just wears the jersey I'm and not nothing underneath. No, I'm not. <laughs> so like I'm just saying in this way that like Jay thinks someone's going to be like, hey, what does Jason Sklar think we should do on this next play? Let's call him cover two Tampa. Like, right. I, I love the guy who just wears the jersey. Like if all the players on the court got injured in one free right. injury thing like the coach would just look up Doc Rivers would be like alright get that guy up in section A39 guy who looks like he only works out his upper body get him down that jersey only look for most men is not flattering oh, it, does not just, it does not work unless jersey you're only look says you don't support the Me Too movement that's essentially <laughs> what that says jersey only look says that you have no woman in your life to tell you not to stop do that stop it don't do that don't do it or, or another man to tell you stop I, I would I would always wear a white tee if I ever wore a jersey. I don't yeah, wear jerseys as much. I, I, but then you know what's embarrassing is like I would go to a pool party. I'm like I'll just wear the jersey, and then that's when the photo gets taken of right. you. Sure, and it lives it, online. It lives forever. online forever. Online. That's why Patrick Ewing wore undershirts. He foretold the internet. He knew <laughs> it was coming. He's like I'm wearing a grace undershirt. He knew. But I I do believe that you only like you care about what you care about, mm-hmm. and and there's no like as they say in basketball, the ball don't lie. Like, yeah. it is what you, you can't fake caring about. So for yeah. us, you know, we're bigger into the college game because of Michigan, and we have deep ties to that team. Uh, I think if you're not a Patriots fan, you hate the Patriots. Yes. Like, that's, it is, it's not, people do not like the Patriots. They don't. If yeah. you're not a Patriots fan, you hate the Patriots. So if you weren't a Patriots fan, you were, like, rooting for Philly, mm-hmm. and then they win the 
they win the Super Bowl, and then you're like, yay, Philly finally won. It's great. And then you see all the photos of like the Philly people like partying and like collapsing hotel balconies, and you're like, oh, uh, God, these guys <laughs> suck too. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what that's we were rooting for. Right. Uh, yeah. Guy is literally eating <laughs> shit that yeah, fell out of a police sh- horse's shit ass. Shit that fell out of a police horse. <laughs> Did it just fall out? I mean, the horse went to the bathroom. The horse had to <laughs> work. Don't get pedantic about the horse. Well, it does kind of just fall out. I don't know if you've been yeah. on horse yeah. Yeah. It does kind of just fall yeah, out. It fall, if you've ever seen a horse shit, there's always like a moment where you're like, are you digesting it? What, what's happening in your system as it's going down? I feel like it just, like a full apple comes out in the back. We were in, uh, when, I, when I was younger, we were in the Grand Canyon. I was with my mm. family and there was a mule walked by and it was like, there was like a big tour group and this, this someone was riding a mule walked by and this mule just like farted for, it was like so long and so prolonged and there were like 30 people there and like from of all ages and all demographics and everyone just like laughed so hard yeah. for like I'm a minute. laughing now. It's yeah. the greatest like, thing. Ever. This is so fun. Like this, there's nothing funnier than watching this animal fart. I would say maybe like one of the Walinda brothers falling into the Grand Canyon. That would have been fun. That would have been funnier but still I give this one. Yeah. And Did as you- he's falling you just yell Hubris! <laughs> Where's your God now you Jesus freak? Hubris! No, but that is so funny because the animal, think about it. The animal doesn't know you're laughing. Yeah. They have no idea. What if the animal is very embarrassed? That's There's like a no nightmare. Way. No, the animal doesn't know Have you ever seen a donkey embarrassed? What does it do? It just like lowers its head and just tail between its legs. That's so sad to think about if it wasn't. I got a question for you, follow up question. Did you ever look over at the Grand Canyon or was that enough? That's no, enough. That, 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 we went home after that. Yes. We the car. We saw, we saw what we needed to see. <laughs> what we came to see, guys. We all. Like that should be There's like a little movie theater At the Grand Canyon I just went There's a little movie theater Like what if it was Just a 30 minute movie Just different angles Of this mule Just farting <laughs> And a slow push Into by, every single person's face the way, If they showed that I swear to God And I took my kids To see that I would be like I love the Grand Canyon So much This is the greatest National park <laughs> If that was the video I'd be like This is the greatest National Park I've ever been to. You guys have a fucking sense of humor. You're hilarious. They don't have the shit at Arches. I know. <laughs> to see Literally, this. they don't have that. <laughs> One time I went there, we were in flip-flop sandals coming from Vegas in April. Got there, snow. There was like a foot of snow on the ground. That's crazy. Yeah, we went over. So, we went over like the winter break in like the first week. My kids have like a extra week in January that like we never had. So after New Year's, and we're like, oh, let's drive over to the Grand Canyon. It was freezing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had we in freezing. April. We had we had snow. It was full a, winter coats on. But isn't snow. that better though? Because like the waft of the oh my god, I went one time in the when it was hot. And just the waft of all the mule shit that comes from there, it just it gets up in you, and you start to smell it. Oh and my god! You, you start to taste it on everything, and it's just. Ooh, I didn't realize yeah. that the mules, the there was a mule problem. The, the, There's the, a lot they of walk them. you down. I don't oh, know if you oh, saw oh. that Brady Bunch. Yeah, they walk <laughs> you, yeah, because you, you can't walk down the things. The mules are the ones that can navigate the. Right, like you know how Super old you guys. Do you remember the Brady Bunch? You're too young. Oh, of course, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You know how old someone is if they when they go down in the Grand Canyon just for one second they're like Bobby, Cindy. <laughs> if you make that joke, you know how old someone is, and that's it. Because they. Because they didn't go up on both names. That's why it was so great. Right. It wasn't Bobby, Cindy, 
It's Bobby Cindy. It's <laughs> <laughs> like like they were expecting. Such a weird that. acting choice. And they're like, well, she's not going to do it better than that. <laughs> I, I, I was, Just leave I, it. I said to Nick, the, the weird thing of, I was born in 82, but then the, the weird thing of like, reruns and repeats i watched a lot of like gilligan's like these weird shows in green acres that younger kids now don't have to see yeah but when i was a kid it was like here i'll put you in front of the tv i'm like bewitched so i watched bewitched and and i dream of genie these weird shows and you 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 agreed with me on this yeah a lot of a lot of we we took in a lot of threes company the point where me and my friends in elementary school had opinions on mr furley versus mr roper yeah that's a i mean it's a big opinion who did you like more who wore the scarf better i was a a furley guy (laughs) you're a furley guy furley always had a nervous energy that that made me like him even more yeah but it's, it's, it's just so weird to be for us to be in watching TV shows from 20 to 30 years before when now I don't think that kids watch like 1980s right uh, right they're watching like PewDiePie on YouTube or yeah. they're watching like some some crazy although although yeah. although if you go back 20 years I mean it's, it's a 20 year going back mm-hmm. my daughter's friends she's almost 13 her friends are starting to watch friends oh so interesting. they're starting to oh, walk, right. go 20 years back and watch episodes of friends that's good they get us. They get to learn about friends. I feel yeah. like it's a it's a good. So show. my daughter started binge watching The Office, and she's like watching it on you know on the iPad, and she like wasn't getting her work done, and not wasn't getting her work done, but didn't have her homework done over the weekend, and then watched like three hours of the. I found out she watched three hours of The Office, but like I can't punish her because I love that she's yeah, watching it is The Office. office. Right. <laughs> like, what are you? All right, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. All right. All right. Michael, Scott, Michael Scott's doing an improv class. All right, all right. I'll give it up. I'll let can, that slide. Can you see what like what they've watched? Through? Um, Is that possible? Because that yeah. seems like a, a tough kid thing to get over. I didn't even think of yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, I know she's not watching anything. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, just just even the fact that like your TV hours are logged is scary to me. For well, right. it's if it's on an iPad, you can take it and look kind of what she you know yeah, what she's true. viewed. But I mean, I was like excited. Part of me is like, yes, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, that's Good. a great thing. Yeah, You're doing the kid, right thing. Yeah, you want your kid to have good taste, and if they come, yes. they, that happens organically. I mean, but like, you're that's saying, a great feeling. We watch TV. We watch so much TV when in yes. like after school and everything we did, and that was like part of who we are. It's part of why we're in what we're doing right now. I feel yeah. like we were we were drawn to it in some way in St. Louis, and it wasn't catered to us. Like we watch Good Times. I don't know if you ever watched that. Oh show. yeah, yeah. Good Times and the Jeffersons were two shows that. We're not could not be less written for written two for young two Jewish little, <laughs> young kids in St. Right? Louis. I mean, one's about a family in the projects trying to make ends meet, and another is about an in, uh, is about a couple, a black couple who Jay explain the Jeffersons more to these guys. <laughs> but I'm just saying, how do how do we relate to that? How, look, there people might not know. They're it. Moving on up, you guys understand? Yeah. They moved on up to a deluxe apartment in the sky. Which, by the way, moving on up to an apartment. Uh, okay, fine, but it's silly city dwelling, and it's like an interracial couple. I mean, there's so much in that show mm-hmm. that was that was not for us, but we had to rise up and meet it and understand what was so going on. Now, just this is the way it is with kids. They get they're so overprogrammed. They have so much more homework than we had as kids. That like I want her to just kind of binge something yeah. and enjoy it, especially if it's good, like The Office. Or I mm-hmm. want her to start watching Simpsons. Thirty. Rock. My son's watching Simpsons. Simpsons. Like oh, yeah. you want them to kind of get into that stuff right. because. We feel like that is as useful as a class. This is, you're watching something on the highest level be executed. It and shapes it's, what's funny. It shapes what's funny for you. It's so crazy to think of The Simpsons being old in the way like watching a 70s TV show would be old for, for us. Yeah, that's so that's so it that's is kind of old, but it still holds up in every way. And and 
you know, because you watch it with your kids through their eyes, and that's what it is. But like, ne- I've gotten to the point now where I get so mad that when she gets homework on the weekends, that I've stopped caring about cursing in front of her. Like, I'll openly <laughs> curse about stuff. Like, she'll just be working so hard and really stressed out, and you know, I just be like, you know what? Fuck your teacher. <laughs> she's a fucking idiot. Why is she giving you all this shit? And like, she's like, whoa, dad, relax. Like, I'm not going to fucking relax. You know what I mean? You're just cursing for no reason. It's yeah. like, Someone like, give dad a timeout. <laughs> I feel like if my parents did that, I feel like they were playing a trick. Like, oh, they're, they're testing me somehow. They want to see how I'm going to react to this. Oh, yeah. They want me to defend the teacher. And right. Come at, right? Yeah. Well, no, my, so my daughter will be really mad until I'm like, I'm going to say something to her. And she's like, no, 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 don't, don't. Anytime I'm like, I'm going to say something. Like, no, no, no. You know what? I'm going to fucking say something. <laughs> no, no, no. Did, did you guys go to school? Did you go to school in Michigan? No, we we went to college in went Michigan. to college at, okay. at the university. We're from St. Louis. We grew up okay. in St. Louis. Right. And we just loved that school. And for different it's Midwestern reasons. school. We didn't want to go that far from home. We got into Penn. We were really going to go. Maybe we're going to go to Philly. And we checked it out. And then we went to Michigan. We're like, man, people are having more fun here. Yeah. It's a great academic school. But, you know, it's also like people realize, hey, we're in college. This is actually supposed to be fun. Right. Yeah. Whereas at Penn, it was like, it's an Ivy League school. And people were very... Tense. There's just a lot of tension. Yeah. And we're like, I think life is going to probably be pretty tense. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's enjoy ourselves a little bit. Here. Yeah. I've, Michigan seems like a fun, a fun place to go. Yeah. I do feel, I feel like that sort of tension has kind of reached the, it's gotten so widespread in the collegiate system. Cause I feel like I, I went to UCLA, which I think maybe was, is, is somewhat analogous to Michigan, it but is. even there, it was like the time I was there in the, the late nineties, early two thousands, it did feel like it was all like super tense. Everyone was super tense. It felt yeah. like it was like a very, like sort of like these were studious students who tried their best and, and were, and were trying to get into medical school or whatever. It was like very, you couldn't, not really up. party school at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ithaca's got people jumping off the bridges the left gorgeous. and right. So yeah, the gorgeous right. and Cordell. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it can, it can be it can that be pretty pressure. Up there. It's it's just yeah. so again, you're like, all right, you gotta relax, yeah. Right. You know what I mean? So then you're like, yeah, watch The Office, enjoy yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> blow off some steam. It's, as far as food stuff goes, is there any any food in St. Louis that's like specific to St. Oh Louis? God, yes, that that you don't get out here that you miss. Oh, yeah. hey, let's hear let's hear about. There's it. a pizza, and we and so this is in our audio book. St. Louis was one of the studios that, that we did. It's right, sort of what it's cool. Your fans would dig it because we really dig into. The food of each. Explain city. what the audiobook is. So, the audiobook, Scholars and Stripes, and then I'll give you the relevance of why it matters, is that uh, when we, we did this anyway, but for this, we gave ourselves a challenge. When we go to do stand up on the road, we come in for a weekend, plane lands Thursday, we're, we're leaving Sunday morning, and we do shows all weekend. We said, I wonder if we could come up with 10 minutes of comedy over the course of three days, two, three days, however long we're there. By Saturday night, can we have 10 minutes of comedy about this town, about what they're experiencing in the town? What's the, what are their blind spots? What are their highlights? What are the things that, what about their food? And we, food is like a thing that we touch on in every, restaurants, the types of food they love, all that stuff. And we were in Madison, we were in Wisconsin, we were talking about cheese curds. Uh, I don't know if you've had a cheese curd oh, before. I, I yeah. have had cheese curds, yes. But I mean, it's like, there are two I mean, kinds. That's a perfect metaphor for, for Madison. Madison said. is like the creamy communist center in an otherwise crusty <laughs> state that is like trying, trying to, to kill fucking you. kill you. And we also said that we had one fried cheese curd and then I wanted every curd. I wanted to take down every curd. I was like, curds have not been targeted this much since Saddam was in power. Um, <laughs> but it is that. So St. Louis has a style of pizza that is to anyone from the outside, it is hideous, hateful, and shameful. <laughs> it's called Emo's Pizza. Thin crust, like 
hyper thin. Like people call it on a cracker, cracker. essentially, <laughs> what it is. Like we were like, you should never eat the pizza and then ask yourself, am I eating the box? What am I doing here? <laughs> or the pizza itself. And the pizza was so thin. My buddy Scott was like, he's from New York, and he was like, is this is this gluten-free? I was like, Scott, this is pizza-free. It's a pizza-free pizza. <laughs> but it's insane. We love it. I don't. I can't explain why we yeah. as St. Louisans, because it's part of our past. It's but super thin. It's like, it's not that filling. It's they like did, the kind of pizza you could slide under a door during a hostage negotiation. <laughs> a locked door. Like, at all. Just get it in out. there. We're getting them out. If it was in LA, it would have a headshot. That's how thin <laughs> it is. So they're just like hamburgers on, like there's hamburger on it that's really good. It's just Emo's pizza. And it, for us, they do Provel cheese, which no one know, knows Pro, what it is. It's provolone. It's, it's part provolone. It's part Clydesdale jizz. Yeah. I, I don't, don't know. Like, what I don't know what it is. So it's a binding agent or something. Wagers in. Yeah, you're in. He's in. He's he was in. like, ooh, ooh okay. Uh, was, was, the Clyde, was the Clydesdale fart? Uh, so it just, it was really, really good. And so whenever we go home, we definitely go get that. There's a toasted ravioli. Toasted ravioli ooh, is yeah. amazing in St. Louis. Again, toasted trying, ravs. Toasted ravs. It's like ravioli, meat ravioli inside of a like toast fried outer Breaded, shell. Breaded, fried, outer shell. And then you dip it in meat sauce with Parmesan in it. It's just fantastic. Yeah. I've seen some of those in some places, but but we we got we got kind of the remember we got the the just recently at Olive Garden we got the oh we had the Olive Garden version of toasted ravioli it was it's they're bail, they're not even really yeah. toasted ravioli it was actually it wasn't bottomless it was topless which <laughs> was really interesting like why should the no but it's it's that's a St Louis because there were a lot of uh, there's a huge Italian community in St Louis that uh, that came to St Louis great 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 restaurants from an area called the Hill it's and really then there good. is a frozen custard in St Louis Ted Drew's frozen custard oh yes that I, is yeah. You know, if you just get, it's called a concrete, and you turn it upside down. You know who has it here? Shake Shack. Shake Shack. Oh, yeah. Danny Mm. Meyer has, like, sort of co-opted it a little bit. It's like when white people, like, start using, like, black people's terms, and you're like, I see what you're going for. Get it. I know I mean, what you're I doing. I see where it came from, but it's not. But the concrete is you're supposed to turn like it. When all the white people started dabbing, and we're like, well, that's over. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's now no longer a thing. Uh, but you turn it upside down, spoon yes. in it and everything, and nothing falls out, unless yeah. you have like a ton of toppings on it. I go home, and I get... It is the best thing I've ever had. I've like sort of, it's taken me years. Like Mm -hmm. you go after a Cardinals game. I mean, this is what I love about it. After a Cardinals game, it's warm out and dark. So there's this feeling of like warmth and it's dark. Cause in St. Louis, it would be like, never gets cold. It never gets cold at night in, in the summertime, super humid. So warm out at night lines to the street Mm -hmm. in this like shack of a place but it moves so fast. And so over the years we've developed, it's just after a Cardinals game, everyone pours it into this place. And we would just, I would order like, oh God, it was so good. I would order like a butterscotch flavored. or excuse me, caramel flavored uh, concrete with Heath bar mixed into it. Extra Heath bar. Like in a it. blizzard. Yeah. And then extra butterscotch sauce on top of it. And it just, that is like my sweet I would do a pistachio flavored concrete Ooh. with Heath bar in it with hot fudge on the top. Just unreal. Awesome. And it is yeah. like, you taste it, it's terrible for you, and it's but it's just the best. What I love about it is that also the guy who runs the place, Ted Drew, the older guy who did it, uh, would hire 
college kids. And so the people are so smart who are working there. And it was like a oh, mixture of races and, you know, which for St. Louis is a big deal. Pretty good. Yeah. And, and, and then he would, for people who couldn't afford college who worked for him in the summertime, whatnot, he would pay for kids to go to college. It oh, was an insane. unbelievably nice thing. The thing about it that was awesome is like next to it. Not next to it, but like on the next block over across a tiny little street was a Velvet Freeze, which was another Another ice cream cream place. Okay. We're like, what what is Velvet Freeze doing next to Ted Drew's? It's the dumbest thing. Occasionally, people would see the lines and be like, this is too long, not understanding that it goes super fast. Right. They'd be like, well, Well, we came out for ice cream. Well, there's an ice cream place and no one's still there. So occasionally, you would get what we described as the Velvet Freeze runoff. Ted Drew's runoff, runoff, which we called the Velvet Freeze runoff. You just would get it. We're like, that would be the equivalent of John Hamm, who, you know, know from St. Louis. He's a St. Louis guy, grew up around the same time that we did. We'd be like, if you went out with John Hamm and you were all single, there's John only Hamm would, one John Ham, so, so at most get, he could get two women. Right? <laughs> if they're in a group, you could get the John Ham runoff. You could get the Velvet Freeze runoff from John Ham and stuff like that. To us, was always the metaphor: the Velvet Freeze runoff. I I I feel like you and I are John. Ham. We we'll get we'll get the runoff of the runoff. <laughs> We're a like couple a steps removed. Cart like next to Velvet Freeze. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm getting just things. a regular ham runoff. <laughs> just a small honey candy ham. Yeah. I'll take the runoff from the ham itself. Are you are you guys big Michigan Pete like Buddy's Pizza? Did you have Buddy's Pizza at all when you were in Michigan? No, I don't, we yeah. had no because we were poor college yeah. students, so we mm-hmm. ate a lot of Little Caesars because that was oh, like what's right. inside the student union. Yeah, uh, we, we did that, but there were some great restaurants in Ann Arbor too. <clears throat> but we ate a friend of ours worked at this place called Backroom Pizza. It was at the back room of. Uh, the Brown Jug, which was kind of an old restaurant right on uh, South University there. And at the end of when the bar closed... On Monday nights at a bar called Rick's downstairs, there, there was it was $3 to get into the bar. Dollar pitcher. Dollar night. pitcher, and we didn't tip because we were, cause we're assholes. <laughs> uh, and like you get a pitcher of beer for a dollar, and everyone just pitches in, each gets a pitcher of the beer. So you get that for a dollar, and then you come upstairs, and you get a slice of pizza for a dollar at the end of the night. Oh, so it was man. a $5 night. And our buddy worked there. So the bar closes at two, and then everyone would rush upstairs. And there was they were kind of finishing up their pizza, too. So he would save two slices, and everyone got pissed at us. But it would come out of the oven, and it was like the hottest thing on the planet. <laughs> but Michigan was so freezing, we would carry it. We'd call it one block pizza, because if you carried it outside in the Michigan freezing winter by one block, it would be warm but not cold. But not hot, but you couldn't eat it, and then we'd come in and sit down. And that's perfect. Wow, that's that, awesome. That sounds like an Ithaca thing too. It was freezing cold, and and except I would just eat the pizza. I think before I got to my car, <laughs> like, I don't care. Damn the roof of my mouth. Damn it. Damn you to hell. Uh, yeah, that's good. And there's the best in Ann Arbor. The best best deli in the nation, uh, Zingerman's Deli is. Oh. It is for deli sandwiches is it is jewish deli or like no, a, no it's okay. like a gourmet well it is jew because there are corned beef is, sandwiches it and is turkey but it's like a gourmet shop that Me- also i mean we've been in we lived in new york and it's citarellas and balducci's and like these unbelievable you know dean and deluca i guess if you want to talk one that kind of got sort of franchised a little yeah. bit but you talk about like great great places that had just unbelievable 
fish and and great meats and great sandwiches and stuff. Zingerman's is bar none. I think it's the best in the country, and it's sitting in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and they make great sandwiches, and they just have, you know, like I th- I tasted a 150-year-old balsamic vinegar while I was there. I'm like, this is, yeah, it's like am I going to turn into a vampire? What <laughs> like, they're like a cheese guy who like walks you through the cheese. Oh, wow. Stuff. And like, try this. What do you like? And then he'll take you through a whole set of stuff. It's awesome. So whenever we're back there, we always make a, to go there. If we ever go, we got to go. We, if, we, if we leave, if we go on tour at some point, you Nick ha- doesn't you like guys, to leave. I know you don't do like you, to leave you, LA. But I, I'm a bit of a homebody. But you guys sell out. People love seeing you guys live. It's super fun. Yeah, you should do it. You should go to Ann Arbor. If you do, not going to do it. <laughs> you don't want to do it? Food I don't tour, know. Man. Food tour. Do you not like traveling or just? It's like I don't like any of it. Right. <laughs> I just I like. You talking about life in yeah, general? Yeah, just in general. I don't like it. Um, no, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. We went on the road a little bit. I'm not crazy about the travel. I'm not crazy. I want to get one the... block pizza. I want to go to this deli. Yeah. I want to. Let me ask you this. <sighs> yeah. Do you enjoy interfacing with your rabid fan base who loves you guys and and loves what you guys do? I tell. I, I love we, that. I we love do that the meet. <laughs> I, we do the meet and greets, and everyone is very nice. And I do like saying hello to everybody. And I do you like Purell after nice. every hand. No, <laughs> I get it. I get it, Nick. <laughs> This, he's like, where is it? He's he's throwing up in the back, but he'll be right outside. <laughs> he'll be right back. He just has to throw up. So you like it? Yeah, yeah. I, no, I like meeting the people. Actually, it's, it's actually mm-hmm. very. Is it me? Am I the issue? You don't like to spend time with me? <laughs> I think that is. A, I think that might be a part of it. You're fine. You're all right. Fine time. You're all right. Oh, that's horrible. Time. He's all right. <laughs> Um, so this week's chain TGI Fridays. Oh, as you I, never answered. As I quickly pivot from this discussion that's making me uncomfortable. Well, I wonder what it is. Wow. Now I would think that there's some sort of specific reason. That no, you know. I don't. I don't like. Uh, I, I like being. I don't like being away from my wife. I, I don't like. Be, I like being home. I, Let's bring her on tour with us. I don't know if she want to go. Fun. She yeah. got a job. What does she do? Uh, she's got a job. She's got a job. Yeah, uh, a real, 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 real deal. Let me yeah. just throw this out as <laughs> yeah. a possibility because you don't have to go on a long extended tour. What we do since we have families is. You pick a couple of dates once a month or so, once right. every couple months, and you pop out for mm. a night or two, and you come right back. Did our booking Sweet. agent like send you to? No, no. I'm just saying you got, <laughs> this show is so good and it's so good live that I think. Uh, and you guys, and if you hit any places where we know, we can give you some great food. There you go, right. great food tips. Thank you. We well, should we should try. It's man. inevitable. We'll we'll do it. We'll do it. I, we'll I got, before before you get into the restaurant, yes. I got a I got a very bad dorky question, but sure. You guys are brothers. There's a lot of like about you. Is there any food things that you completely disagree with? Yes. yes. That's a good question, yes. Mitch. Great. So, so we're I, brothers and twins. So I mean, like yes. it's we're even even closer, just shared DNA mm-hmm. in many ways. We're identical twins. We share it so every day. We share that share DNA. <laughs> we give them a little bit of mine, a little <laughs> swab. Uh, I mean, it just but I'm saying like the closeness, it's more than even it goes closer than regular siblings, is what mm. I'm saying. And mm-hmm. yet we have some Divergent food. Yep. So I can't do a few of my food issues. I'm embarrassed about. One, I'm embarrassed about, and I wish I could get over it. But almost like liking or not liking a sports team, I can't fake it. I can. I can only tell you what I feel, and and I just can't get over it. So I can't eat cooked onions. <clears throat> I don't. Oh, I really wow. cannot do it because of a texture what? thing. By the way, stop. <laughs> what? So, like, how do you eat a hamburger? How do you look in the mirror and I don't, because I don't have it. So, caramelized. I'm like, caramelized yeah. onions Ew. might be the best thing on yeah. the planet. And I eat a few I, worms and as well. And like, <laughs> oh, it's so good. It tastes like a slimy, I I, it. it just, it's, love it's it. slimy and crunchy. Can't get and enough of it. I'll eat onions, red onion in a salad or in, in, uh-huh. in guacamole any day of the week. And I actually like onion powder. I had like a little broth thing that I had today and I put a little onion powder. I love the taste of it. 
the actual cooked sliminess of an onion. I can't do the texture. So you can't wow. eat an onion ring even? Nope. I don't like oh, it. Wow. I don't like it. I can't do it. <laughs> it's not crunchy enough for oh, me. It's got to be. Lord. I just don't like it. Like so wil- blasphemy. So wilted vegetables as well. So it's like mm. a wilted oh, spinach or a wilted chard. Chard, like Swiss chard. I can't do any of those. If there is a fresh sort of robust and crisp vegetable I'll I'll eat it all day and I love it and I love salads and I love even cooked vegetables that aren't so wilted so that's that cilantro wow. Oh, I love it. I can't, I can't do it. It wow. tastes like dishwashing I, detergent to me. I'm like, okay, yeah, right. <clears throat> Mexican culture has been wrong, and you're right. right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They're the ones who don't know what they're doing by putting that Maybe in they don't. Over. They don't know everything. They know I, a lot. See, I get mad at Randy for this one because I don't think this was an issue for him until his wife told him that she didn't like it. But I, oh, and but then I think me, there's like survivors. Like, no, guilt, it tastes like. Remorse. It's you like just a, did, you it's not like, the Stockholm syndrome. It's like the Belgian syndrome. Yeah, it's like a, <laughs> but it is one of those things. I like the Oaxaca syndrome. I I I, I love it. I think mm-hmm. it. I don't. I, I don't necessarily it. love it. I hate it. Let me just say. I, I don't necessarily love it. I just think that it's a necessary part of some dishes. Right. And there's a reason why people put it so in there. I and went I like to it. a friend's place the other night, and they were. They had some people over, and they had made a salad that I didn't realize was just loaded with. It was a mixture of some green stuff loaded with cilantro, wow. and I yeah. didn't realize. I'm like, this looks really good. I'm going to start eating it. I could not. I had two bites of it. I'm like, I can't. I just can't do it. Tastes like it's I'm just, eating it's soap. Just, it's that. Well, this is funny because you're you're twins, right? And then th- that he is feel that way too. He should or one of you should think it's. I don't. I think it should line up, right? It's in my head. Well, what I've heard about the cilantro thing is it is a genetic thing. So yeah, yeah. the expectation would be that you guys would be in in sync in on this. sync on that. But, but maybe that's I'm the not. one thing where I got the correct gene in Jason. Mm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's the only explanation I can come up with, guys. That's all I can get here. Believe it. I would say my thing that I I think that you I don't, don't like mushrooms. No, I do love mushrooms. What? I love mushrooms cooked and raw. Ugh. The one thing I don't I like them. is uh, asparagus. I don't like it. I mm. it's too strong I've of a flavor. grown to like it. So he's kind of at like cooked broccoli and asparagus. I kind of but put then again, the asparagus to me kind of straddles the line. The tips are fantastic, uh-huh. especially when oh, they're yeah. when they're good. The, the the bottoms get a little stringy. I agree and with that. Melty yeah. and right. weird but and I'm also good. just like you're. It's like you're a low rent green bean. Like green beans got it made. They know what it is. There's a crunch to them. They mm-hmm. got it. They figured it oh, out. Now we're talking about the crunch. You're okay. no, but you're just like this weird. Like it, there's too much of a flavor that I don't like. Yeah, and yet I, I like that. Brussels sprouts. So I will do a Brussels sprout. Yeah. Which Big kind Brussels of is in the same so family wide. of taste. Yeah. I feel like they've done so many things with Brussels sprouts. Brussels like, sprouts had some good PR in the last yeah, like 10 years. They, they definitely <laughs> flash fry them. They'll throw some bacon in there. They right. just do they all the right. They can pull it back. I feel like they can pull back Brussels sprouts a little. Uh, there's two, Brussels sprouts and kale got like a major push for a while. Kale, kale, yeah. There kale, was a... Go ahead. I was going to say kale hurts my... Stu- I told you this. Kale will hurt my... Stu- it's, it's too harsh. Rough. It's too, too much rough. roughage. It's yeah. too much going on. Brussels sprouts, I feel like if you're... If you're like around LeBron's mom's age, that yeah. was like that was like a time. one LeBron's mom. <laughs> you're one LeBron's mom. That was like they they talked about Brussels sprouts as like kind of like ew, that's a gross yeah. thing. Like that my, was the my butt parents, of a joke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then, and then now they're a big thing where they're like like my mom ref, my mom and dad refuse who are older than LeBron's mom refuse to eat yeah. both Brussels sprouts in any context. But now that's like a thing at my every gas like pub. It. My kids like Brussels. yeah, it's interesting. So we'll buy even the shaved ones from Trader Joe's and throw them on top of a salad. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that just even raw in that way. And I'm like, yeah, this is great. This 
makes just a simple basic thing even better. And but you 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 do like mushrooms? I, I do. I, love I don't understand I love because I, there is a sliminess to the, the mushroom. Slime. I was going to say the slime factor. I don't get it, mm. but you know why? Because I think most times that I have mushrooms, if they're in like a marsala sauce or something like that, uh-huh. the, the the sauce and the way it's done. But it I'm just, telling you, a caramelized the you know caramelization. Why? I'll will tell do you that what. To I, I just figured out. Mushrooms are spongy in a certain way. Uh, so okay, they're not yeah. slimy. They're spongier. There's like a mm. bounce back to them that I actually That's fair. enjoy. I like all the food you mentioned. Except mushrooms are probably my least favorite of the bunch, but I'll eat all of them. Yeah. You too, Nick, right? Yeah, I'll eat everything. We're gross. Yeah, I have no, no real aversion. So. Uh, no, by the way, better. It's you're better, you're better you. people because I go to a, <laughs> I go to a restaurant and I order something and I'm like, I was at a thing last The worst week. is like he'll order and then he'll bring it out and he'll be like, uh, uh, I didn't realize you guys, can you send it back? And I'm like, spit on it twice. I know you're going to do it once. I was at a party with my wife for something that she was doing last night. It was like a hoity-toity little thing and I they were pat, came around with like smoked gouda smoked gouda quesadilla with like a dr- awesome drizzle and I'm like uh yeah I'll take four which was <laughs> really not the right way to do it at that moment bit into it caramelized onions I was like yeah wow I gave wow. it to my wife and I'm like here you want these they're no. giving them with bites out of them <laughs> <laughs> just upset caramelized onions it's, it bums me out the, man I, I, I wish you like I feel like I've yeah I feel like I've heard joy. the, I've By the way, the reverse I've encountered people who don't like rinds but can, caramelizes you guys are surprised. right I am wrong <laughs> I am like fully willing to admit that I am wrong on this subject and I wish I was different but like I can't physically move myself past it what, one last question before sure. we go on to the restaurant so when you when you're out on the street and there's like a guy with you know the carts the yeah, hot dog yes. carts you do you not you don't love the smell of the that those onions the smell cooking? is actually pretty good okay the, all right. the, t- the sm- and that's why I say it. I like onion powder mm-hmm. I like onion flavor yeah. in things but I like sour cream and onion chips I like you know all that flavor stuff is great mm-hmm. All it's the just, processed, not human flavor. Yeah. <laughs> I like everything that isn't real. Bacon and cheddar ruffles. Um, no, but the idea that it just, again, it is literally the texture of that slimy onion that I just yeah. can't get over. And I wish I could, and I just can't. Sliminess is, I think, as far as food texture, like oysters or whatever. Sure. They're, I'll eat oysters. Oh, really? That That's insane. <laughs> because the mix, I love oysters. Because the mixture of, and there's an oyster place up in Tamales Bay called uh hog island oyster and oh, yeah. I, I highly recommend if you guys are ever and he won't because he doesn't leave <laughs> yeah right uh nick will never experience this uh <laughs> mitch if you go up like past point reyes there's like kind of in the tamales bay there it's just it is so you shuck it yourself you're sitting outside this minuet sauce and all the the, oh. the reds the the cocktail sauce it is you're sitting outside. There's the bay right there. It is just beautiful, and it's hands-on, and it's just, I don't know. To me, it's like an experience, the whole oyster and thing. The guy, we can do that together. You guys should do it together. The guy who worked there was like a fan of Dumb Podcast people. fan. He's like, I love Dumb People Town. And I was like, well, maybe he would love the Doughboys. Mm. We could go up. That sounds like a great live drive. Show. Great live afternoon. Show. I'll do a drive. We'll, we'll drive up there. Wow. It's far. It's a little farther <laughs> than just an afternoon. But, I mean, whatever. You can get up there. I'm out. Oh, <laughs> we'll, no. we'll take a break. We'll be back with more Doughboys. Today's episode of Doughboys is brought to you by Helix. Wags, I've had a Helix mattress now for six years, maybe seven years. Wow. It's been a while. It was pre-pandemic. I know that much. Man. I know. And you know what? My sleep has greatly improved. I love my Helix mattress. It's like a cloud. Wally and Irma sleep in there together. They love it. They don't want to leave the bed. Cute. 
I don't want to leave the bed. Probably bad for you. You know what? Anytime I'm late here, blame it on Helix. Wow. I'm sleeping away. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Everybody is unique, Wags, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Plus, enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night, which is a problem for me. I heat up. Problem for me, too. And if your spine needs some extra TLC, they got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design, combining individually wrapped steel coils in the base with premium foam layers on top. It's the perfect combination of comfort and support. Wags, I took the Helix sleep quiz and I was matched with a Moonlight Luxe mattress because I wanted something that felt nice and soft, just like me. Wow. And not only is the mattress the best you've ever slept on, but the setup was fast and easy, as you were telling me. Helix mm -hmm. mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door for free. You know what? Ross Kimball helped me set it up. Good guy, Ross. Shout out to Ross. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty, depending on the model. And now Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash doughboys and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Helix Partner 2-0. Spoon Man, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money, and it does all of that for me. That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, They'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. <laughs> well, Wags, we, we all carry around stressors, big and small. It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest 
and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? I feel a lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. for your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Welcome back to Doughboys. We're with the Sklar Brothers talking TGI Fridays this week. Why is this the chain you guys wanted to talk about? Well, there was a TGI Fridays. Uh, there's so many reasons why. Yeah. Uh, TGI Fridays uh, near our house. About- so we lived in a subdivision in called West County in St. Louis about... Subdivision say- was Ledoux Heights. Ledoux Heights, like, whatever. The county was... The little- county was West County. We lived like 12 miles from the river... From the like from city. where the Arch and Bush oh, okay. Stadium is, downtown, yeah. twelve miles west. West, and so really, you you take the main artery, Highway Forty, which cuts across the whole country. You we, you would it just cut right out to like a mile and a half from from where we lived, and so we lived in this. It wasn't suburbs, that, yeah, suburbs. It wasn't upscale. It was very like middle class, and then nearby us was. Like kind of the beginnings of, I remember when it all started, the beginnings of like strip malls started mm-hmm. kind of happening around this area. And we had a nice one called Westgate. It was like an apartment oh, yeah. complex, Westgate. You know it? The, uh, you said Westgate, and I thought like, oh, there's like a chain of Westgates, right? Maybe. Yeah. I, it's it's not a Westfield mall. But Never. It's kind I of was like, thinking of Westfield. Westfield. No, 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 so it's, right. Westgate was like, it was kind of wooden it, it almost they looked tried like a to make it look lodge nice. yeah. they made it look nicer and there were some nicer shops in there i remember there's a great ice cream store in there but we got our do- our dog there the the put they had a bookstore and like the oh, pup, yeah. their dogs had puppies and then we got so our we got our do- when our dog died we got another dog this uh, from the bookstore the people on the bookstore so this place holds a lot this little strip mall holds a lot of and in the strip mall kind of one of the anchors of it just Out sitting off to the off to the side there was TGI Fridays and i just First of all, it was when it came out and it was new. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would go there as like it was not family? that expensive. You went as the family. They gave you a lot of food. Right. And mm-hmm. it was like we so would. the first time I ever ate loaded potato skins. Which are uh, amazing. I think they're actually, yeah. Real. Yeah. Like it, ridiculous. It's we knew such it an upgrade wasn't, like, from the French We knew fry. it wasn't you know gourmet food yeah we loved it but though a loaded potato skin there Mm -hmm. might not be a better food when you think about it because you think about oh let me ask this question is there is there and i'll ask you mitch is there a better food than a loaded potato skin and i know that's a loaded question (laughs) 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 that's what i ask you a loaded you know you you know what's funny is that i went because we'll we'll get into what we got but we got some of those potato skins last night And when I ate them, I was like, oh, these aren't, people don't do these as much. It feels like a very, like a 90s thing. And they're, it's and they're cheese. So they're, 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 you have to juice some stuff. So you have to cut open a thing and you put it. And when you think about like, I don't know, someone's like, well, they're just chili cheese fries or whatever. Yeah. 
They're not, though. Yeah. Because each one is like its own contained universe with the <laughs> cheese and the bacon and the what sour cream, whatever you put inside. I just remember there was a bar there. And so, like, we lived, you know, our parents weren't divorced. Our parents were together. But, like, you would see a collection of singles from the neighborhood, like, hanging out at the bar yeah. and <laughs> getting a little too loud and a little too dry. Like, it was an experience. And then we all the shit they put on the walls at a TGI You never Friday. knew. It was sort of like there was no rhyme or reason to it. A moose with sunglasses. Yeah, I guess that works with was, the was this Was this something that was was the TGI Fridays added when, when like, as you were growing up? Or was it a thing that was always there? Or added what? when yeah, we were growing okay. up. So it wasn't there when we were, like, five. Yeah. But they've sort of, I guess when they franchised, I don't know, like when they actually, the year that they franchised out to specifically to us, but it came in there. That's always an exciting thing, too, to just have a yeah. new place coming. We just yeah. had this place nearby. It was super close. We mm-hmm. really liked it. Our it was parents, always busy. You always like saw Our parents were we very, very money conscious. Like, ve- they didn't want to spend a lot of money and, and understand we didn't it. have it. We just so didn't there, have it. there was a place we ate at in St. Louis called Mr. Steak. And our parents, when we were kids, Mr. Steak, which is just great. Like, didn't elevate the place. That could be someone's porn name. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Steak. Like, it wasn't a doctor. It wasn't an enemy. It's not Master Steak. Right. Like he was a master chef. Mr. As common as could be, Mr. Steak. They offered kids a drumstick of chicken and a peach wedge with a lettuce garnish. I want you guys... Up. I want you guys to guess how much he already gave it away. I'm going to say something in the twenty dollar range. <laughs> so no, not for twenty dollars. That's that's a rip off. Oh, I thought no, he no. didn't. Did oh wait, I think he was suggesting. I think they're saying it's a bargain. It's a I'm, bargain. Oh. Yeah. So I'm going to say twenty cents. Twenty nine cents. Twenty nine cents. Oh, that's crazy. That was and they fed both of us for like two fifty eight cents. So th- that was something we would do. There's a place called Lion's Choice, which is one of the best roast beef we've ever had. That's in St. Louis. Still there today. We went back there when we went to St. Louis. It's amazing. They had five cent ice cream soft serve ice cream cones so our parents kind of knew the deal of where to go to get the cheap thing this was like special occasion a little bit nicer to you know my, my mind was so i kept my porn name would be petite filet <laughs> New York that's where strip. my mind was so <laughs> boston strip <laughs> I'm glad you said it. You sat in that for a little bit. I'm glad you said it. I was, I was just, I was, that's what I was concentrating on so much. And then when I heard 20, I just thought $20. Solid, solid circle back. That was a great circle back. Nice marbling. So, so when is the, this was a place you guys were frequenting as, as kids. When's the last time you've been to a TGI Fridays? So we went, well, so then it, it morphed. We should yeah. say that before we answer that, it please, morphed please. into a very different place for us and of meaning for us when we started to go to college. So we went to college and I remember the first time we came back for Thanksgiving, there was, let's go up to the TGI Fridays. Oh, and we will, the day, the Friday of Thanksgiving, it became a tradition. You see all your old friends or from the Wednesday, the Wednesday before, because everyone came back in town Wednesday night, or maybe then it became the Friday. Friday I think it was the Friday. You to not ruin Thanksgiving, which I think it should be the Friday. It should be, should the, be day. the Friday. What so. if we just had an argument now for an hour about Wednesday versus Friday? <laughs> and the rest of the podcast. I mean, it is TGI Fridays. Yeah, it would be. Although I think it was Wednesday. It was. It might have been Wednesday. The Wednesday before. I no, just, you know what? It was Friday. No, I think it was Wednesday. <laughs> anyway, I think it was Friday. <laughs> it was Friday. Two hours. So this is two really hours than of that. usually what I mean. Why and I have similar arguments. <laughs> so, 
Like so, no one's adding any new information. You're just repeating. No, what it's you think. Wednesday. I think no, it's Friday. It's Friday. <laughs> so we would all gather together, and so they would push the tables out, and it was like a de facto unofficial reunion of sorts. Mm-hmm. So we'd come to Fridays, and people would order food, and I don't some know. food and something no one could really drink because we weren't old enough. But like as we started to get older, and you get to that, but we kept coming back, and for like a five year period of time, that's what we did on Thanksgiving on that. Wednesday or Friday, you take your pick. We would come back. I think it was Wednesday. Wednesday. (laughs) So you would come back and you would gather together. So Fridays then took on this like communal place as like this is the place where everyone's going to get it. We are going to Fridays to catch up. And we saw, I mean, the the moment the this is a crazy moment where like you know we went to school in a. It was a public school. There were a lot of burnouts. A lot of there was a. We went back to our school recently, and this is in the documentary too. There was a smoking lounge at our school that wow. the district, not for the teachers, for the students. For the students. That's so insane. Like, yeah. These yeah. kids need to take the edge off yeah. after <laughs> pee. <laughs> kids out there, like, what do we got? Uh, what do we got to pee today? Uh, we got uh, crab soccer. No, no, man. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. <laughs> Climbing the top of that rope today. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Um, so there was like a smoking lounge. Like our, I think our school colors were acid wash and jean jacket. Um, <laughs> that's the type of school we went to. So a lot of kids with long mullets who played soccer right. and smoked and worked out a lot using like steroids. <laughs> and, you know, drove like IROX, two-toned IROX and that sort of crew. And so just there was one guy there who was nicknamed his name was Paul Saffa aka the sesh aka the Bof. I don't understand any of these nicknames but he sounds he, like one of my good friends yeah. from back home <laughs> so he was kind of a he black was, samba adidas wearing and he was a bit of like a he was a funny fuck up you know what i mean mm-hmm. like one of those guys who just was he wasn't just dumb. He kind of had a little bit of he had like, a funny little bit flair. of something, but certainly nothing like to the point of being a ridiculously creative human being. But he was amongst those guys, kind of the clown. He would be like the funniest guy at a like gathering of the juggalos. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that. you're like, could he do comedy? Probably not. But he's making that woman who fell asleep in her tits laugh. So. <laughs> So that was Saffa, and he was, you know, ran with this crew of guys, Jeff Shockley and Willie Lemire, guys who Jake McWay. Jake McWay, guys who played on the soccer team, and they were Mm -hmm. all just kind of like meatheads. Yeah, they like would have dirt bikes, and their parents were all divorced, and they lived in split level townhomes, and they smoked, and they were just this sort of that was the crew. And they, in our school, they kind of were, were cool. Were cool. Mm-hmm. They were just cool on that level. It was just that was what our school was made of. So I think like four, what was it? Four years after school, yeah. Willie Lemire, who was like who had jacked out, jacked out, comes up to. I mean, we're talking to everybody. You just see people. He's like, you uh, comes up to the two of us. He's like, you heard about Saffa, right? We now, like, when someone and you're at a reunion, they say you heard about Saffa, right? You're, you're like, like, died in a car crash. Car crash. That's, that's a car accident. Yeah, that's yeah. a car accident. Drunk driver going the wrong way. That killed what, himself. Like that's what we're thinking. We're thinking yeah. he's this about is, to lay some gruesome shit on us that we don't want to hear. Fridays at a reunion. Okay, <laughs> it's not. Thank God. It's we weren't like not saying thank God. It's Fridays. <laughs> And he was just looked at, kind of looked around, and then was like, "He's a fucking fag." 
We were like, oh my god, what? that's worse. Expecting oh, that we no. were going to laugh at that, we were like, great, that's good. And so wow. we, because we had gone to Michigan, which is like super progressive and super full, right. we're like, that's awesome. Who's he dating? And he's like, no, man. I said he's a fag. And we're like, is he here? Like all we wanted to do was hang out with right. him. Because like, wait, he's like woke now. Fantastic, <laughs> great. But it was so odd. So that that's... that was our only awkward moment at it. But usually it was a great time to kind of catch up and see people that we hadn't seen because most kids stayed and went to Missouri, University of Missouri. Some kids went to Kansas. A couple of kids went to Illinois. A couple of kids went to Indiana. They were like Nick. They want to stay close to home. So uh, right. that's so funny that I mean I'm sure that that man tried that story on multiple and got like the reaction wanted. No way! Red and I just stood there and we're like, "That's great for him. Amazing, awesome. <laughs> way to go." So not the answer he wanted us to give him, and he had to like repeat it. We're like, "Yeah, I yeah, know that's great. Is he he's just angry. He's getting angrier. Yeah, and where angrier. is he? No, you guys didn't hear me. No, we heard. Have everything. you met his partner yet? <laughs> and I have the most specific, positive. Yeah, like exactly. we're so supportive of the guy. Yeah. Uh, so, so that was you know so. Uh, you know, it just took on this other thing. So, yeah, to, to say we, yeah. we have been to a Fridays recently. We we ate at a Fridays on the road recently, mm. and um, you know, found the food to actually be like good bar food. Is is really what it came down to? I was like, I know that you kind of first bought- of all, there's like Jack Daniels on about ninety percent of the food. Yeah, yes, there is Jack yeah. Daniels they, smothered they really, chicken. Jack, really tried our Jack Daniels it. smothered salad. We're like, I don't think you should smother, smother a salad. salad. <laughs> that's a, that's. <laughs> Literally, what if you in a metaphor what happened to Paul Saffa? It's like he was smothered in Jack Daniels and then had a just salad. Just be toss. a leafy green salad for Christ's sake, the one that he wanted to be. But. I I feel I feel like that is such a weird. Like I, I'm not interested in putting Jack Daniels on it. Like wh- wh- why do you, you know what I mean? I, I like the and they've so- had that tie in for a while too. Yes. It's like it's like it go, I feel like they're going on two decades of Jack Daniels. Was it like a thirty tie-ins. year deal or something insane? Like where, when they were, they tried that sauce thirty years ago, and they were like, "This is the best." We've thing. done it. We've done it. It's so sweet too, because like, like, and, and we can, Mitch, we can, we can get into our meal and speed through it real quick because mm-hmm. we we went last night to the Woodland Hills location, cool. but but we got the uh, one of the things I got was the Jack Daniels ribs, and they give you a little dipping cup of that Jack Daniels yeah. sauce, yeah. and it is just, it Super is like sweet. caramel sweet. Yeah. It is so sugary, yeah. molasses. Yeah. In there. And and I guess that's that, that's a style of barbecue. Although it feels like in the in, in a chain restaurant context, they jacked up the sugar contact a little bit because people sure. like it sweet. Pun if intended. I'm ever, I yeah. never like having Jack Daniels in general. Yeah. Like, a, yeah, like I'm a, not a guy who's like, hey, give me a Jack and Coke. I don't want a yeah. Jack Daniels in my Coke. Yeah, let yeah. alone on my ribs, <laughs> on all my ribs. Were the ribs good? Uh, you know, I would say. They were fine. Right. They yes. were fine. Hey, you know what, Mitch? Let's, let's, just, let's just talk about our meal yeah. a little bit. So we went to the Woodland Hills location. This was on a Monday night. Uh, we're recording on a Tuesday, and it was pretty deserted, I'd say. It was like there were... There were not uh, many people Friday. in there. Yeah. <laughs> it was true. not Friday. <laughs> they don't call it TGIM. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I like, uh, you know what... We started off with some cocktails, Mitch. I got the ultimate Hawaiian volcano, mm-hmm. uh, which, which was by of, the way, in this right now, what's going on right. in, on the Big Island? That's maybe a little, little insensitive. It was a little problematic. <laughs> it's, I it's really, why he did. I, I realize I this is ordering it. I don't want to say it was authentic, but uh, I had the drink and I then had to displace two thousand people who lived nearby. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. I don't know why you. Did, I don't know why what this it was a celebration of the volcano. No, well, I, I wasn't don't know celebrating why you did it. it. <laughs> 
No, I just I saw it caught yeah, my why, eye. Yeah, Nick? I guess it Jesus. was in the zeitgeist, and I kind of thought, like, oh, I'll give this a, a, a shot. Have a couple of round of Katrina shots <laughs> over here for my friends from New Orleans. It is kind of, they didn't, like, you would think they would put, like, a sticker over the menu or something for a couple of weeks. <laughs> block, just get, block until we have a new nap. Yeah, or just say we are out of that right yeah. now for sensitivity reasons. Right. Uh, but, yeah, it, 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 it's, you know, it's a, it's a bunch of different cocktails, pineapple, lime, and orange juices and, glen- and grenadine, mm-hmm. um, sort of a ruby red slash pepto bismol color a lot of garnishes with it very sweet very refreshing not particularly boozy i feel like i drank the whole thing and i feel like i was like as drunk as if i drank in a slurpee it was like not it, it the, the alcohol content was not particularly high on these but i think that's mm-hmm. also like what some people are looking for with these with these tgi fridays drinks they yeah. want something that's more like fruit they bush. want something that's exactly not as abrasive right of a drink it's not like gonna be a sidecar yeah for, you know and Mitch, you had a you had a cocktail. That I had was... a cocktail which I'm trying to look up, but unfortunately, their men their drink menu is insanely huge. Really? <laughs> like that a thousand. Seems... Yeah, exactly. It's like eighty pages long. Um, I got two. I got two drinks, Nick. Um, you didn't put them in your notes app or something? No, I thought you. I thought you had written them down. You thought I was writing down what you were ordering. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love this moment. I don't so know. Much. I don't know if I have the the drink. I, I, one Menu was oh, I, one was the ultimate mango because I remember I was excited about doing a mango impression uh, from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> right, that's right. <laughs> which I'm now going to opt out of when I without I've thought it through more. Um, and and that was that was great. Uh, it was I, I thought that I took a picture of it. and I did not. Nick, don't be mad at me. I'll so, figure it and out. And you liked it. You enjoyed it. I I I loved I loved both of my drinks. That's the, great. The, the second one was a recommendation from uh, our waitress, and she and she and there's like actual mango puree in it. Yeah, yeah I like that. And it, and it, it was and I I I'm not a I I don't like the mango. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's coming out. It's but, coming out. But 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 I but I I I I loved loved the, the drink was it was delicious and yeah. I was like this is like the perfect drink that you would want at a place like this it, it one of one of them was very slurpy like remember one tasted exactly like an unfrozen slur- like exactly yeah i think like that was unfrozen. maybe your second round yeah. whichever one you do you liked less yeah um and but i still a- but i still loved one of them was like the perfect amount of like there was alcohol crack, and- yeah alcohol and sweetness and then That's the great. other one was like an all-out sweet one that do you, you think that it you depends love. on the bartender in this like who are they hiring to, to the, I think so I mean mm-hmm. like like there was a time when and, and I remember hearing this from a bartender that was like a point of pride of they had the best bartenders there because at, at TGI at Fridays. TGI Fridays like they they went out of their way to try to hire people like I the high level recruits did have good ones yeah, yeah, yeah. We were. yes I yes. remember that growing up that there were people who knew what they were doing right like because they, they they were kind of the progenitors of flair bartending that was like an innovation yes. of theirs and so that they were like trying to the people who were winning the flair bartending competitions every year were always TGI Fridays employees I um, but Which I, don't I, I don't tune in into that until the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, a couple of my fantasy bartenders made it through, so I felt really good this year. Um, Mitch, we also got the app sampler. We got the, got the garlic parmesan boneless wings, the loaded mm-hmm. potato skins, which we were How talking were about wings? earlier. Were they good? I, I got to say, I, I, the garlic parmesan sauce I was a little skeptical of. Pretty good, Pretty not too good. aggressive. They, yeah, they were. I love. I loved the. I loved that. I thought the apps the were apps great. They're a classic. That's what they're. I feel like they do. If you go into TGI Fridays. 
saying, I'm going to play to their strengths. Yeah. Mm-hmm. An app sampler, you are not going to go wrong. There will be stuff on there that you will like. For sure. And they have they have a, a, you know, a pick three, basically, on their menu, which is like a really good value because you can get three of their apps and, and they're all, you know, you, you get four of each. So they're very shareable. Um, the pot stickers, I thought, were the only low light of this one, Mitch. They're but just they kind of like... They weren't terrible. They weren't terrible. They were fine. Yeah. But I just feel like pot stickers in general... It's kind of Asian. Got yeah. You can't go like, that. Where did that come from? Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, that's like the, the uh, you know... It, 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 it's kind of the the Asian food for white people, sort of the way it's presented. It's, well, yeah, they were smothered in Jack Daniels. Yeah, uh, they, that is true. <laughs> they might have actually had a jet. They have a dipping sauce. There was that a I dipping would, sauce that I wonder if that I think was. it was like a soy Jack Daniels like marinade. Jack Daniel hoisin. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we got uh, our mains, Mitch. So I got the mm-hmm. ribs, as I mentioned. I also uh, kicked that up with some shrimp. I got some 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 crispy shrimp on the side, and then that came with a side of coleslaw and a side of fries. The coleslaw was coleslaw. I mean, like yeah. what. You know what? Can't you, really mess that up. And yeah, you also exactly. Can't make it great. Unless, yeah, unless you do something unique, right? Which they didn't. I'm assuming. Um, but the uh, but the ribs I thought were fine. You know, they were they were like totally. I was surprised that you Chili's got them. ribs. Yeah, definitely better than Chili's ribs, which I which mm-hmm. I know Chili's like kind of has as, as a point of pride there, and I feel like they they actually do a better version at, at the Fridays. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, uh, I, uh, I like the shrimp quite a bit. Those popcorn shrimp were quite nice. Um, oh, and and uh, the fries were very solid. I think solid. I mean, like 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 they weren't mind blowing, but they were solid. They were well seasoned, which I feel like a lot of times you'll have a big thing. A lot yes. of times you'll get these fries and then they're just kind of just potatoes and then they, they need to add some salt to the table. I hate a big, gigantic home fry. You know what I mean? One right. of those things that's just plain and mm-hmm. yellow and shitty. I yes. can't handle that. I, I, I felt like the, the potato skins, because we, we touched on them earlier. Mm-hmm. That was the here, highlight. Here, they they were so good, and it's that thing of I feel like so many places make them bad, and they were not the potato wasn't cooked all the way through or whatever. I think it went a little crunchy. Uh, too. It was it was a little crunchy. Yes, they, were, like they, were, they were they were they were they were they were great. They they knocked all the apps out of the park. I yes. and I liked my my main dish. I got a Philly a Philly cheesesteak cheeseburger. What? Which is which is a new which is a new menu item. So you're on a hamburger bun. <laughs> and you have shaved out and meat. you you ha- and you have a you have a Philly like a like roast beef slices which I can f- I can find the description Philly in. Philly cheese. Philly, you know we there's a Philly accent, you know that. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. We do the Philly accent. Swallow yells. Philly, you get one of those Philly cheesesteaks, Philly accents. Hey, go down to the Wawa on Fifth and We're Locus going to and grab me a Fridays. <laughs> go grab it. Did you sell water ice down there? Tell them I order ahead and get me a Coke We're going Zero. Fridays out in Mount Laurel. Hey, they're playing Seawell down here. They're playing Seawell? Yeah. Hey, I'll have a Coke Zero. Go grab that out of the fridge. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, that was you a You have to order it that way. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I feel like the. The water. Look, I'm a man who can barely say any word right, but the 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 water 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 is oh, such yeah. a strange. Water. That's the weirdest W-D-D. pronunciation. Water. U D D E R. The Philly Jays cheesesteak burger. Wagger, you had a bite of it. It was good. It was good. I would just say the texture of it. It gets a little mushy. Like to what you yes. were t- what you were talking about earlier, Andy. Just like it gets a little slimy. Oh, you're saying slime time. Yeah, so yeah. much cheese or yeah. the or the meat. Slimy? I think the meat is kind of you get that that sort of that super uh, whatever that that super thin cut ribeye or whatever mm-hmm. it is on there. It's just like it gets kind of yeah. It it's gets not a little mushy. standing up. It needs its own. Yeah, I've been frantically. But trying, flavor wise, it was good. I've been frantically trying to find the drinks, and I've 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 he failed. basically it's just okay. cleared it's through okay. a bunch of emails just now. <laughs> On his phone. Like, yeah. phone. He's just scrolling through. He's, he's updating what? his Another phone. email from In the Company of Dogs? Let me get rid of that right now. MoveOn.org. I'm about to move you on into the old, uh, into the old trash, trash bin. Trash file. 
the the Philly cheesesteak. Oh, by the way, I didn't get to say this. Yes. The Philly cheesesteak burger had two little. We were almost got the Philly cheesesteak egg rolls for an appetizer. There was two little Philly cheesesteak egg rolls on top of the burger. Comes as a garnish. This is like this is like mixing weights. This is like when like a dog has sex with a parrot. Yeah, like, we don't want to see what comes out on the other side. Yeah, it can repeat the things that I'm saying, but it's scaring the shit out of me. Beef patty topped with roast beef, peppers, onions, melted cheese, skewered see, with I'm Philly cheesesteak egg roll. Wait, 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 wait. So, so you're saying mm-hmm. the the Philly cheesesteak hamburger is not just a bunch of chopped up roast beef inside of a hamburger bun. There is a hamburger in there. Yes, there's a burger in there. And topping the hamburger is more meat. Exactly. Roast beef. And then little egg rolls on top of it. I'm in. (laughs) I mean, Donald Glover said it best. This is America. (laughs) And I I actually, I liked that a lot. It reminded me of the burger I rave, the Carl's Jr. version of that, which I really liked back in the day. It is soft. It is kind of a mushy thing. The fries were good. We also had some salads, Nick. Oh, yeah. We got those. those I mean, there's that romaine crisis right now. You're not supposed to eat it, but we both both want to die. (laughs) What's a little back to yeah. Um, but yeah, that, and they come with a the little salmonella bread. in the romaine is just a as a promotion for Wawa Country. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have the Manan Sheila side, and he will have the Bhagwan Rajneesh. I found the perfect community, and it's called Quincy, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Fuck the Bhagwan. What's his name? Bhagwan? <laughs> I don't know. It's Bhagwan, it's yeah, it's the Bhagwan Rajneesh. Bhagwan Rajneeshies. They come with a little breadstick that's actually pretty, oh, pretty yeah. nice. That was a new that's addition. That's a nice surprise. Yeah. It's very Olive Garden of them. Yeah. It is. It was It was a very... It was, in, soft. Soft and garlicky, chewy, garlicky. It was gr- it was it was delicious. Everything you'd want in a breadstick. It really was. You use it to sop up that surplus dressing. It was great. <laughs> Here's what I said to Nick: the the two drinks, which I'll never find the names yeah. of. One was some sort it's of take fine. on. One was a take on a mai tai. No, he's mad at me. I'm and then not people mad at will be you. Mad at me. He's not mad. He's not mad. He's people mad. will be mad at you. We know that. Yeah, people will definitely be mad, mad at you. I think it was a mango mai tai, and it was also the ultimate. Oh no, the ultimate mango mai tai and another drink. But they were both they were both great drinks. And I was saying to Nick that. That must have been when, when before it, the, it became the movie cocktail to be those guys at the bar or the just be patrons guys. at the bar. Yeah, it must have been some of the most fun that's ever been had so you're on this watching earth. a show because most bars for people. You think of like a traditional bar. It's like I'm gonna go get drunk, and there's a fat guy at the end of the bar, like opening a month's worth of mail. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is a depressing place. Like there are songs on here that like just make me want to kill myself. Uh-huh. The Fridays was open. Yeah, it was kind of raised up a little bit. The bar had the bar like, was, was fully rectangle, rectangle. Everybody's right. singing. We're not even a horseshoe. It's like a full rectangle. You can and face. these guys are like doing their shit in the middle, and yeah. they're like, it's a show. It's theater in the round. Yeah. And they're really in the rectangle, is. and they're, 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 they must they must have had a blast back in the. They probably had a great time. The pull tail. They, oh, they, they, mean, they, they, they definitely. They, they were they were hooking up with the as guy people were hooking up together. Were getting laid, and the women bartenders were trying not to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably very true. Yeah. Uh, but it, but it, it seemed like a, it seemed like a fun time, and the dr- the drinks were very good and tropical. It was right. gr- it was. Gr- I, I I'll save my my final thoughts, but yeah. I had a I had a great time. Well, we'll touch on real quick. We we got that toasted s'more brownie dessert, which yeah. I think we both agreed was the low light. That was it like was. maybe it the, was the low light. It, you know, overcooked, I mean, too hot. Uh, I think there was just an artificial character to the marshmallow cream That's not mm-hmm. good. that was just like you just kind of, kind of tasted like you were biting into chemical. Yeah, and and that was not particularly pleasant. I mean, the the the, the crust on it was nice, and then there was a little bit of a good chocolatey flavor. The, and you know, it was the kind of thing, Mitch, where you and I, the thing we liked both we liked most about it was the ice cream it came with on the yeah. side, which is not a good sign. not a good no, sign. No, yeah. no. there was there was an 
ultimate peanut butter thing that we should have got. But the desserts altogether. I second guess our order now. <laughs> We've had some good notes. I've had some decent desserts there. Yeah, I was going to say, that, but it, it was the thing that seemed the most lacking in right. what otherwise was a pretty. I I I I was kind of because we haven't been we 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 reviewed this a long time this ago. This was literally it was our, our seventh episode. Was the first time seven. we TGI Friday, so it's wow. been a while. Um, wow. Yeah. And what number are we on now? This, this is oh uh, we're we're I think we're in the one fifties. Wow. So. Wow. Episode right. seven. A long way back. Right. And 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 episode seven. Bad in most contexts. Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> nice. But in this one, pretty good. This one, Rocky. This, Rocky good, stuff. but I've forgotten how much I I, I forgot like, how like much the I, mango bit. Also, that was something you <laughs> tested out in the restaurant on me. <laughs> and also, by the way, the Nick said gold. Knowing that he would roast the shit out of you for doing it here. Um, I was. I'm kind of blown. I think Fridays is. I think I think Fridays is good. We, we were both. We we were both. Uh, I think pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. surprised by this visit. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get to our final evaluations on TGI Fridays. So here's how this will work. We'll kind of go around. We'll sort of give a summation of our okay. thoughts, yep. closing right. argument, if you will, and then ascribe it a rating from zero to five forks. Do you guys want to do a joint rating? How, how, what would you prefer to do? Uh, we can do each do a rating. You you whatever do a rating? works easiest for you. How yeah, do you want to do that. What, what I, I let, let yeah we'll we'll uh, yeah we'll each do an individual rating. So Randy, we'll start with you. Um, I think your experience at Fridays kind of echoed the way yes. I felt like I, you're saying it and I'm like, this is the way I felt about a lot of it. And again, I think if you go to Fridays and play to the strengths, the app, you know, the round table round thing of apps, like you choose a bunch of those things. Uh, I'm sure that like some of the salad stuff is, you know, occasionally that's that the breadstick and the salad is going to be good. I'm surprised the dessert wasn't good. And I am actually happy that the uh, the drinks are still good. This mm-hmm. is the way I remembered this place. It's like, it's not the greatest food in the world. Right. But if you are up for that experience, it's loud. It's a lively place. People seem to be having fun there. I don't know if I love the fact that they bring God into it. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you need to thank God. Yeah, that what, if you're an atheist? what if you're an atheist? Can you still enjoy Fridays? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I've been goodness, right? Yeah. I would say I would give it a solid. Can you do partials in there? Oh, I would yeah, give it of a course. Solid mm-hmm. three points. 3.15. Okay. 3.15, okay. Out of a possible Out of possible five, five, five forks. Five forks. I mean, five forks, I wouldn't give five forks to just anyone. I mean, five mm-hmm. forks are reserved for the like, best restaurants. Like the, the deli we talked about in right. Ann Arbor. Like, it's like that, or or Moza here. In or LA, like on, on our show, Taco Bell. <laughs> Taco Bell. Five forks talking about Taco Bell. Me, and that's it. But, or like Islands would approach. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Islands, Islands is like a, I would say like probably 4.8 on force. Oh, wow. TJF, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna refill. I say 3.75 for Fridays. Oh, 3.75 for Fridays. Uh, I'm going to say uh, one thing that I'm, I'm worried about for Fridays for the future is that now that a lot of people are working from home and having non-traditional work weeks, mm. like, are we thanking God that it's Friday anymore? I mean, we work on the weekends. Yeah. So I don't know if Friday itself is as uh, a concept. As a concept, uh, just make it to Friday might not be around for much like NFL football might not be around much longer. Yeah. So, so I wonder if they're going to need to go through some crazy rebranding where they like thank G or whatever. They'll call it something else soon. Right. Because they did a whole thing where they revamped their outside. I it, and they just call it TGI. Uh, they just, just call Fridays. Fridays now. Fridays. Yeah, Fridays. Yeah. So they just call it Fridays. They kind of toned God down. Uh, but I, <laughs> as far as the food goes, uh, the potato skins alone to me automatically put it up into the like three five three six range. I would say that some of their other food are going to bump it up as well. Uh, what you guys described was what I remembered, so I'm going to give it a three eight five. 
385. Wow. 385. So 375. We have a lot of nostalgia wrapped up in this place, and I'm happy to hear that it's not just a train wreck. So maybe I'm looking at this through rose-colored like nostalgia glasses, sepia tone. But well, it's going to be funny because I, d- I don't have a ton of nostalgia to wrapped up with TGI Fridays. I used to get their apps when I was like the frozen appetizers, and I thought they were good, but I don't have a ton of nostalgia wrapped up in it. But I will say this. I as eating at all these restaurants last night, the apps were good. The main was good. The drinks were really, really good. Mm-hmm. We were in there and we were like, man, Buffalo Wild Wings is a place now that gets like all the, all this business to watch the like sports games or whatever. Right. And we had a booth in there and it was like one of it would be one of the best setups to ever watch any sporting event ever. There were four it, eye level like plasma TVs. Yeah. All showing different sporting That's events. Amazing. It, yeah. it, it, it was it was great. And it was at that point it was not crowded. There was so much space to fill up that place. Yeah. It's like seating for like 4,000 people. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane amount of real estate. It's, 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 it was in the service was great, even though there were only two people working the entire restaurant. There were I think there were yeah. two hostesses. They had a lot of ground. Hostesses. They had a lot of ground to cover. And they still yeah. did a good job. They did a great job. They did a great job. I, I'm going to say 4.5 forks. Whoa. Wow. Wow. It's good. That's when it. a place like this is, it, it was I good. Call it out, man. Call it out. It was I good. It. Ultimate mango Mai Tai. I'll never find the other one I've given up already. Fine. But, but both Maybe the it drinks. Maybe was a dream. <laughs> <laughs> they drugged you. The ultimate mango Mai Tai is the one I didn't like as yeah. much. And then the first one was, was really, like, I was so Did you blown call away. it the penultimate? <laughs> uh, it was <laughs> the penultimate Mai Tai, which is, which probably would have the same sort of taste, but it was, it was it was such a great drink that was just the right levels of flavor for a place that you think is going to be shitty right and the, the, every every everything was great I, I thought it was great I, yeah I, like if, if it beats it's, it's a great your description of it is fantastic I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm on board with you I'm on board with it I, I, I had a I had I had, I had a great time five forks four point five forks coming it's, coming in hot Mitch yeah. um I uh, I actually had a great time my expectations were surpassed. I like TGI Fridays. I used to go. This was a place I'd go to with my dad, and and yeah. you know, like get get a uh, uh, get get something off their sandwich menu. Mm-hmm. I thought they uh, their apps are great. Their apps are stellar. They they absolutely deliver in that regard. The cocktails I feel like are uh, like among all the different chain restaurants that do cocktails, they do the best version of it. Mm-hmm. They do the thing, the the you know the those sugary cocktails, but they're not overwhelmingly sweet. Um, and they actually generally have some booze to them, although mine did, mine wasn't particularly boozy. Mm. Uh, and uh, I, I thought the service was was great last night. And I like I you know the thesis of this podcast is how does this chain succeed at what yeah. it's trying to do? And right. I think this place is trying to be accessible and it's trying to like give you a, a decent amount of value for your dollar. And I think it's trying to deliver on sort of that classic chain restaurant experience. And I think it absolutely does that. I'm going to not have a decimal point. I'm just going to say an even four forks wow. for TGI Fridays. That's good. That's amazing. And and I am enlightened by what you guys have said because obviously you guys have tried so many chains. So you're actually viewing this in the context. I feel like I don't eat at chain restaurants. I right. just don't anymore. It's yeah. just not something that we do. There aren't a ton nearby where I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we just don't do it. So for you guys to say that, it's that's pretty awesome. I mean, yeah. I think you're you're looking at it in the context of other chains that maybe have mm-hmm. fallen short, and so you know, I'd say yours it probably lands somewhere in the middle of where we all at. I bet, like in, amongst all of us, the aggregate is it's probably a four. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it, 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 true because there's some there's just so many places that. 
that like we could uh, going in there last night in the how it was deserted and and not a lot of people working i was like we could get a terrible meal yeah and the food was just good and also it was a screaming tiki cocktail i finally found it on my screaming phone. tiki it was screaming a screaming tiki, tiki which had screaming cracking cracking rum in it and it was and there was mango puree in that one too 20 minutes of you frantically thumbing on your we phone did it. it was tiki. worth it worth it, it. Uh, all we'll, right we'll edit around that <laughs> no <laughs> leave it that's leave just it. good podcasting uh that was tgi fridays hey it's time for a regular segment we got three flavor varietals of the same snack and we're gonna rank them it's flavor of the week and this week we've got the new my oreo creation so this is much like the, the lays do us a flavor these are some fan submitted i believe uh creations these, and they want people to vote for their favorite these look insane yeah so I look into yeah, this. i am like an oreo freak oh great oh, I, I, with this, I don't know about these 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 look a little crazy the, they're, se- they're the second ones bananas. in particular which we'll get to in, in a second one of these is cilantro oreos <laughs> strange uh <laughs> so the first one is actually pina colada oreo uh this is an oreo thin and it's golden I'll t- i'm gonna take if one of these like and pina circulate this colada Oreos. <laughs> as an Oreo, is the, do they only come as Oreo thins, Nick? Yes. So each of these only comes as a very specific. So uh, I will be. Eating I took seven. three. I took three. <laughs> okay. Now the next one is. I wonder if these will be. Oh, I don't know about these ones. The so next one. Yet, yeah. No? Go ahead. Go ahead and take a bite. And we've also got the kettle corn flavored golden Oreos. So uh, that's the second one. And the last one is the cherry cola. And these are just regular Oreos. Yeah, so these sure. have the chocolate shell. Um, so I, I mean, like I, I, I'm a big classic Oreo guy. I'm a big golden Oreo guy. I like sometimes the birthday Oreo, but a lot of the, the, the more exotic ones I'm not as crazy about. Have you guys sampled many of the, the crazier Oreos? I haven't. So weren't we, aren't, there's a kosher situation. There's a kosher, like when you can Is there have, really? Yeah. So Oreos use, instead of using vegetable shortening, they use lard, animal fat. In them. Okay. Okay. Am I making it more appetizing for you? Um, and so, according to Jewish kosher laws, you can't have the uh, animal fat. So, Hydrox used vegetable shortening. Mm. And the Hydrox used to make a mint cookie that was really good. I'm digging this uh, pina colada. I thought it was going to be a stronger taste. The kettle corn is better than the pina colada. The, yeah. The kettle corn... It smells strange. It smells, but then it tastes. It's, it tastes better than you think it, it would. It tastes better than you think it would. Like quite the, good. The sort of cornish aftertaste. All these like taste the same when you put them in your mouth. Right. It's the aftertaste. Yeah, I, I, the pina colada almost has like kind of like a brown butter character to it. It's 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 very nice. The the pina colada, uh, or, or sorry, the kettle corn rather. The the pina colada has like a. It's just the lime. The lime element is is very very subtle. I'm about to bite bite into this uh, cherry cola one now. So my understanding, to, to, uh, talking about the the kosher issue, is that I think the Oreos are now vegan, or at least the the default ones are. I think they they no longer use the animal lard. Yeah, there's a U yeah, with a, a circle U. around it, which means yeah. it's all good kosher because yeah. they use vegetable shortening. Interesting. Uh, cherry cola is weird. It's it's a little fizzy. It's a little intense. I'm going to have more of the other one. Over I'm not sure how I'm I feel about that of, one. I guess the pina colada one is, I think I do, the kettle corn one, I do, I'm shocked that I like the kettle corn one I like the kettle corn, corn one, one the best. That is me. It's I, a, it's a, it's a blonde. Yeah. 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 I think, I think, I mean, I like the golden Oreos more than regular Oreos yeah. in most cases. And I think this kettle corn is the best of these, these different flavors. Cherry cola one, I think is honestly kind of whack. It's, it's just weird. so weird. It tastes very artificial. You know what it is? I figured it out. And, and here's the difference. The kettle corn is, even though kettle corn is supposed to be sweet, it is savory. Popcorn is savory. Right. Mm. 
the cold, the cherry cola. There's like a sweet fr- on sweet, it, but it's a fruit sweet. You should not mix fruit with your Oreos. Same with the pina colada. It's like mango and that sort mm. of coconut and stuff. Coconut you could do, but I'm saying it's just there are certain flavors that should go with it and certain flavors that shouldn't. I'm so on board with that because that. Do you agree with cherry, that assessment? That, uh, almost a hundred percent. I think a hundred percent because that cherry cola one is god awful. Awful. Yeah. I never like I never like a like a lemon Oreo. I don't want a lemon Oreo. Are you a popcorn guy? I, I'm a huge popcorn guy. I will say that. Well, go ahead. I say go to a movie. I'm like that's my favorite food in the world. Is to mm. just get butter popcorn. In a I got movie I got some like, news for you. Yeah, Nick is. I'll put it in his words. A popcorn skeptic. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of popcorn. I don't. Uh, other people eating it is fine, but it's not my snack. Of but choice. you know how you can say that? Like I'm wrong. Nick can't say that. <laughs> I mean, take peanut M and M's and drop yeah. them into your popcorn, shake them up, and then you get a surprise. That's magic. Mm. Can't you, do it. Is it just a teeth? That what things is get it? Stuck is in it your teeth? Things get stuck in your teeth, and you're mad about that. It's just not your thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, they, getting stuck in your teeth is not great. But I, I think overall, I'm just like. Like, like, I'd rather have chips or pretzels or something. Here's how much I love popcorn. Trader Joe's for a brief period of time. And then mm-hmm. I think there were lawsuits. And it, they had a bag of half pop, pop or overblown popcorn kernels. So it was just like the best little half pop one. The whole bag of them. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was my favorite snack Whole in Foods the world. used to have it. Whole Foods used to have it. In the, it was like kind of like blown out field corn sort of a oh, deal. But so it was good. just amazing. Uh, so I would say if I'm ranking these three, yes. if we're all ranking them, I would go kettle corn one, pina colada two, and cherry so corn I'm the three. same way. Fully I, agree. Fully agree. And I would give snacks. I would give a snack to the kettle corn Half a snack to the pina colada, and then that's a whack. That's a whack. The the cherry cola is fucking sucks. Right, it's it's really really bad. snack to the kettle corn, a fourth of a snack to the pina colada, <laughs> and whack to that. Yeah. yeah, boy, we could not all be more on the same page. I yeah. love it. We're the one hundred percent handholding club rankings among four men. I'm sorry, we should be more and you know, have more conflict. But no, no, this is again, great. You can't. You can't. Having never had any of this before, you can only do what it tells you to do. It's like it's you can't lie about it. I'm just surprised a, by how stark and clear the difference is between. Mm-hmm. Like it's so yeah. obvious what the best and what the worst one is. Yeah. I, I like choked down that cherry cola. It was it bad. Was, it was I didn't finish. It. Not good. You're you're fizzy. sitting with it, sitting right. There's in front still, of you. Yeah, you're there's another one. Finish. I'm not gonna. I'm not you gonna touch not that. Fin- touch that. Yeah. One. I will not touch it. Um, that was my Oreo creation, just like a restaurant without your feedback. Let's open up the feedback. Today's email comes to us from John Wynn. John writes, Do you guys ever feel an uncanny valley effect when eating at certain chains? The uncanny valley is the idea in animation and robotics where if you make something look really close to human but not quite exact, it actually seems really weird. For me, that idea translates to chains where some food tries to be too fancy, ends up being worse than the worst food. For me, that's evident in Taco Bell. I love their ground beef, which is probably their worst quality meat, but I can't eat their steak at all. Same thing with McDonald's. I'm cl- completely finding their double cheeseburgers, but will probably never try those new higher-end burgers they have. Thanks for the question, John. Um, do you guys have any reaction to like 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 when when a when a when a fast food chain tries like a high you know like a higher end version of what they got? Do you have any do you have any sort of thoughts on that? Yes, uh, even when McDonald's was trying to be like, we got salads now. I'm yeah, like, no, you don't. Right? <laughs> no, you don't. And that's just it. That's not what you do. Like mm. it, it's it's not like. Like you wouldn't want like a honey mustard like chicken breast from Kentucky Fried Chicken. Like no one wants that. Like they make yeah. the fried chicken and that's what you want. You want the fried bad stuff from there because there's no way that they can that a lot of these places across a large chain can do the delicate work to make the big thing. Or the right. people working the mm-hmm. they're not who they're gonna hire. They're no. not gonna not every person is gonna be like on their way to top chef. So like. 
you look what you're working with. Yeah. Those guys can handle the basic thing. But I agree with that. I, I think that's actually a very astute point is that, you know, you kind of, it's what we were talking about with Fridays. Stay you in go, lane. Stay, yeah. stay in the, th- sort of be around the thing that they do really well. Yeah. Right. I, I just, I have one, one thing to say. Those, I just, just to go back to those things, the Oreos, they're popping. In my, there's a thing, in, there's like pop rocks. Yes. The, so it's, <laughs> I say fizzy? The, I yes. said fizzy. There's a, yeah. the fizzy thing is right. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it in my mouth popping again, and it was it's freaking fizzy. me out. I didn't know what was going on. It's not there's, right. It's there not was right. pop rocks in there. So anyways, but I, I 100% agree with you guys on, on that. I feel like when it's like, say, like a turkey burger or something. Uh-huh. Then okay, sure. Like maybe a place can do a turkey burger. Okay, Carl's Jr. did one. Or well, you know what I like more of? What you're saying is like when Taco Bell is like we're using like low fat sour cream and you can't taste the difference, so it's still this bad thing, but it's slightly better for you and you can't tell the difference. If you all can't right, tell sure. the difference, great. Yeah, Actually. sure. But like you go to, I'm like, all right, I'll try a breakfast quesadilla. Yeah, like that's not. That's still you doing what you do. It's yeah. not you trying to make the gourmet thing it's, yeah you know what i'm saying like it did just you know what i mean i would try that oh, but the, what, what what was mcdonald's fail like the failure they had the arch deluxe, arch deluxe they had yeah. and then they had I did it. like the arch deluxe briefly because that, that had mayonnaise on it sure and i did like it that it came in a different box i actually ate that a lot in new york city when i was uh working at classic sports which later became espn classic which was later where we had our tv show so uh i did like the arch deluxe briefly but that's some people. Some people are fans of the Arch Deluxe. Some people I, hated it. I was. I was like a. I was. I was pretty young when I tried it, and I was like, no, I don't. I don't like it. But I wonder how it feel if they brought it back. Um, but I, I, don't I don't know. If people have nostalgia for it because I think yeah. the people who liked it tried it as a, as adults. I don't think I'm any going kids back like for it. a kettle corn. <laughs> They're good as hell. Impressive. Uh, by the way, the the pop rocks in the Oreo. That's a trick they tried in the Oreo fireworks, which we had before, Mitch. Oh, oh yeah, you liked it. Yeah, yeah. The, the fireworks are all right. I have a question or comment about the world of chain wrestling. Email us at podcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at eight three zero go dough. That's eight three zero four six three six eight four four. And to get the Doughboys double our weekly bonus episode, join the Golden Play Club on patreon.com slash doughboys. Randy and Jason Sklar. Dudes. You guys are the best. <laughs> How fun was this? Uh, this is ridiculous. Let's have you guys on You'll come podcast. to this dumb people to. town. Yeah. Uh, We'd love to. It's and like you know a what? buffet of stupidity. <laughs> it's not out of state, so Nick is in. Yeah, you're in. Very <laughs> close. We can make it nice and easy for you. Oh, uh, boy. If I can take the choo-choo, that's an added oh, bonus. Man. Oh, this don't is say that joy. in front of these people. This is a joy for us to come do this because so we fun. are fans of what you guys do. Thank you for God bless us. you. Thank yeah. you. for And thank you for promoting our stuff, our, our uh, Sklars and Stripes on um, on Audible. Yes. Which and, is an audiobook. And you guys have a new special, correct? New special, Hipster Ghosts, on the Stars Network, which is available on the Stars app. And it's a special we shot a year ago and it was supposed to go on CISO CISO folded it had never premiered we were kind of like oh my god where's it going to go and then stars bought like four properties or five properties from CISO and ours was one of them that's awesome and we pushed them to air it on the network which they did this past week a few times like five or six times and so that was great that it got an official like premiere on the network but it's a most people stream most of the stuff they do so it's right. available on demand if you just look up Sklar Brothers Hipster Ghost I think if you, even if you don't have the stars app you can get it free for a week but it's just really cool. We're very proud of it. Yeah, check it out. Guys, check that stuff out. Thank you. Hey, you know what? We were all on the same page this episode, Nick. A remarkably non-hostile episode of Doughboys. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Hey, guys, you want more Doughboys? To get the Doughboys Double, our weekly bonus episode, join the Golden Plate Club. Sign up at patreon.com slash doughboys. Do it. That was a HeadGum Podcast.